Are you liking Hogwarts Legacy? And if you like Hogwarts Legacy still, move my mic here, um, you will always wonder what is the point of the whole shop that you own to sell your clothes and sit to other people in, within the game. Like, why is that necessary to own your own shop? You could do that same dichotomy shit to other vendors if you want vendors to um, sell items so you can get some money. Why is that? I don't know the fuck. Anyway, I got an article here. And then Hogwarts Legacy. How does the player's Hogmeade shop work? Hog, Hogwarts Legacy players on PlayStation were promised an exclusive Hogmeade shop, but it's unclear while playing how the shop actually works. And here it is. Um, through Hogwarts Legacy is available on Xbox and PC. One major draw for players to get on PlayStation instead of PlayStation exclusive Haunted Hogsmeade Shop Crest. Oh, as as reward for completing the crest, players get their very own shop in Hogsmeade to run an enticing prospect for many players. Unfortunately, the game doesn't do much to explain when the shop becomes available or how it works. So players on PlayStation may still find themselves confused about this bit of extra exclusive content. Those other uh, platforms may be curious about what they're actually missing out on. Unlocking the Haunted Hogsmeade shop quest and, uh, actually takes quite a while and players will need to progress through Hogsmeade Legacy storyline before they can complete it. What's more, the quest itself titled Minding Your Own Business is challenging must be completed before the player is able to start running their own shop. Um, in order to unlock the player's Hogsmeade shop, they, uh, they need to first complete the quest Minding Your Own Business. The quest is given to the player by Penny, the house elf, on the southeastern side of the Hogsmeade and only available after the player has completed the main story quest, Fire and Vice. Without getting into... Um, and to too many spoilers, this is the crest that sees the player and Poppy investigate Horntail Hall. Um, talk to Penny, uh, purses the shop from Cassandra Mason for 1,500 galleons, and then complete the mining your own business crest. Okay, that's, that's the map where it goes. It's like, in the, as the article says, it's on the south the southeastern side of Hogsmeade. After the player completes the crest, then uh, they will finally be the owner of the abandoned shop in Hogsmeade. They now have the option to name their store. The player can choose between one of the three names in Hogsmeade shop, Vesters and Venom, which I think that's a potion shop, uh, Claude Reld and Brewster, which is a clothing store. That's what I picked. And Stitches and Droughts, which I don't know what that is. 
Uh, the name of player shows doesn't fit how the shop works, only what appears on the signs that hangs above and what it, the name is on Hogsmeade's map. Um, players can now use the shop to sell items by giving them Penny. Despite Penny's earlier comments about being able to sell anything, the shop can still only be used to sell gear. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter what title you you name the shop. It is it is it's to sell your gear and stuff like that. Okay, and then you get to keep the proceeds. I'm I'm guessing. I'm not sure. Anyway, the shop can still only be used to sell gear. Uh, the difference is that gear sold through uh, Penny at Hogsmeade Shop is worth ten percent more. For example, well-important gear in Hogwarts Legacy normally sells for 60 galleons, but you will instead be worth but <clears throat> but will instead be worth 66. If Penny sells it, the following table shows the sale prices at normal shops compared to players Hogsmeade shop. All right, so the standard the, like the gray standard gear sale damn, can't talk. Um so the rarity, the standard gear, the color is gray. Sell price is thirty. Hogsmeade sales price. I can sell my gear to thirty-three percent. It's, it's not thirty-three percent, but it's like thirty-three. That's it goes up three percent. Anyway, I'm not sure what the, I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> well appointed. That's the green gear is sixty sale price. Hogsmeade shop sale price is sixty-six. Uh, the blue gear is 90 and Hogsmeade sale price is 99 extraordinary uh, versus the purple gear is 150 um, sales price at your shop is 165 legendary the gold is 200 and my shop sales price is 220 so I'll be getting more money back if I sell at my, st at my shop than other vendors in the game that's it. I, I'm. I have a loss of words because it don't make sense. Really, I'm not sure. Unfortunately, the Hawksmeat shop cannot be decorated or customized at all. Players also aren't able to use it to sell anything other than gear, and um and the and the ten percent increase. Oh, it was ten percent. I thought it was three. I don't know. Um, increase is in sale price since, um. The sale price is nice, but necessary to make a lot of money in Hogwarts Legacy's fast. So it's only a tool to make some money. That's all it is. You sell your gear that you don't want, that you do, you know, or if, if you don't want to upgrade, you can sell that gear, and it it's there to continue to make money for yourself, even like make more money for yourself. Um, the best about this whole ordeal is the crest itself which is quite unique compared to most other crests in the game players that don't have access to this crest quite yet shouldn't worry too much about missing out on the shop though um, it's available on all platforms um, yeah so um, I pretty much don't care I mean I did like I was thinking like oh man let me let me um sell my gear at the shop and hogs meet because I get more money back 
that's about it, really. You know, it's it's cool to earn my own shop. Let's say if I graduate, my character graduates from Hogsmeade, I got a shop to run, which generates me more galleons so I can live or whatever. You know, that's how my imagination is. I got me my own shop. So if I graduate from school, I got a job <laughs> selling clothes, whatever. <laughs> See, I, I, was, I was the new school uh, people that's in high school have that type of drive like I people got ingenuity they, they, they can have you know certain drive like that to like own your own business so you be you know like taking care of yourself when you graduate high school you know what I'm saying I mean there's other success stories like that in real life though but shit that was awesome but anyway that's all about you know when I first, I'm like oh shit I get no moan shot when I first saw that crest and I didn't even know that um I was just playing the game and not really thinking about, oh, man, this, this is an opportunity to grow my own shit. <laughs> like a business, like within the game. It was, oh, it's awesome. Anyway, I just played the game, and, and it's, it's just happened. Now I own my own shop. Now I can sell my gear, and then I get more money from it. I think that's, that's the major point here. You, you get the shop. After you finish the crest, to sell your gear off, and you get more money in your inventory or some shit. Okay, so um, just Mathis has no ill will towards me to send after a brief uh, BMF spat. Actually, 15, just Mathis here, as you see. You've been critical of the South movie, First Lady of BMF. Man, you my guy. Let uh, Tonisha eat, particularly Tonisha Wells, the First Lady of BMF. That's why I'm doing it, because she's a homegirl and we from the same club. Stay strong, brother. Respect you, but stop it. Stop. All right, so that was um, just Mathis Tate. Very adamant of, like, hey, man, we from the same club, you know, me and Miss Tanisha. We both from Detroit with whatnot. Let's make money together. Why we, why we, why the fuck are we beefing with some shit? I don't know. Anyway, peace out. I was driving home from my friend's house, right? And I was playing um, Outcast. Uh, Southern playlist. I like walking. Hold on. Now that song. Now this is me, and I was listening to that song. It kind of put me in perspective where I'm listening to the lyrics and the beat. And does this sound haunted to you? Like, like the song is haunted. It has an eerie feeling to it. There was a story about New Jack and Eric Kulas, who, who was his wrestling name was called Man's Transit. This is the Man's Transit incident. Now there was the um, ECW. I think it was a house show um, preparing for their um, pay per view, I believe. I'm not sure. Anyway. So if Eric Kulas, Mass Transit, kept his fucking mouth shut, because he came in the, into the locker room acting like he was a veteran, telling New Jack a veteran all the spots that he wanted, where he should have kept his mouth shut, or it was like, hey, I, I know I'm new here, but since you're the veteran, let me fuck up. I'll sit in the backseat while you drive. All right. If he would have did that, he would have got cut up, because that was stupid on Eric's part, Mass Transit. 
gadgets, all right? If you don't know who I'm talking about, I want to see the YouTube or even the TikTok. Search on TikTok or YouTube, the mass trash incident, all right? If he would have kept his freaking mouth shut, he would have not been cut. You know what I'm saying? He walked in the locker room acting all hot shit, saying all these spots that he wanted to do. That's disrespectful in the wrestling business, all right? And all these fucking people that got something to say. I, I did something, some some comments right here or other people like, New Jack is a criminal. <laughs> all this goddamn shit man that, that people man's trash shit that fucking 17 year old kid who told them that he was 22 or some shit he lied about his age plus he lied about his wrestling acumen he didn't have little to no experience he his only experience was fucking bullshit wrestling with midgets i'm excuse me little people that was his only claim to fame and it wasn't even fame it was just that was a hobby but goddamn that was disrespectful when you a rookie in that locker room apparently back then if you was a rookie that come in that locker room you shake everybody's hand you shut the fuck up and you follow the veterans of what they you know want to do all right that's how it's supposed to be it's all about respect he did eric kulas didn't give no form of respect to the veterans especially new jack even though he's a psychopath uh, what the fuck is a psychopath even though he's a psychopath or a sociopath or what the fuck he, he said a Zipped it, I swear, because you and he wasn't not even gonna fight against New Jack in a wrestling match. He was partnered up with him because one of the Rottens, I think it was Ian Rotten, or no, it was Axel Rotten. I think his grandmother was sick, so he had to um not appear at the show. And Eric was a replacement partner for New Jack. I think I got my story right on that part, but still, that's it was god damn, that was brutal. Okay, so I'm a big fan of Dead Space. I remember playing the Dead Space video game, the first one, back in 08, or was it 09? It, it, it was, I know it came out in 08, but um, that's going to be a movie based on, I believe, the first Dead Space. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the first Dead Space, ironically and obviously. <laughs> and guess who's going to, it's going to be a Dead Space movie. And it's being directed by the people or the person who made the Saw movies. There you have it. James Wan is going to direct Dead Space, the movie. So here, here we go at John Freaking Robot. That's where I got this article from. Um, it says here that no one may be able to hear you scream in space, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to holler anyway. According to our trusted and proven sources, James Wan of Malignant, Malignant and Aquaman um, fame has been tapped as the director to bring what may be the next game science fiction horror film franchise to the big screen. Juan will just, uh, direct a Dead Space movie based on the popular video game of the same name. Uh, the news of our sources gave us tracks with what legendary Hollywood filmmaker John Carpenter said earlier this year. A decade ago in 2013 reports emerged that Carpenter was attached to direct their space movie um, this January. A variety asked if he had any updates about the project and escape from New York director Clayfield, excuse me, Clairefield, that he was never attached, but uh, that is believed 
another director was, and this is a quote from John Carpenter. No, no, no. I can't believe how the spread how that spread. I was down looking at the new digital cameras and happened to mention to them that I wouldn't love to do a Dead Space film. Obviously, John Carpenter is a fan of the video games. Um, I'm not going to do it. I think they already have another director involved and they haven't asked me to do it. All right. So continuing on, um, whether uh, Carpenter was ever attached to Dead Space movie or not, it's fitting that it's instead James Wan who will be directing the film. The Australian filmmaker is 30 years younger than Carpenter and so hasn't uh, uh, queued as much experience in the industry yet. But like Carpenter, while he clearly has taste for horror, he refuses to be held hostage by a single genre. He also helped make big budget action films in th- uh, and like 2015's Furious 7, as well as one of DC's most regarded superhero films of recent years, uh, uh, 2018's Aquaman. The sequel, Aquaman and Lost Kingdom, is set to hit theaters. Oh, the sequel, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, to set and hit theaters um, December 20th, so far has been um, dogged with reports of disastrous test screenings the dead space movie will be based on the popular 2008 survivor horror game set in the 26th century which current generation remake was released in january the short version dead space equals space zombies can i yeah yeah you can call the necromorphs space zombies (laughs) i mean the humanoids the marker transformed them into monstrous creatures anyway the longer version dead space find the players taking on the role of engineer isaac clark who is part of the rescue team sent to respond to distress calls of the isamora on the ship the player encounters the terrifying necromorphs animated mutated remains of dead humans brought to life by alien artifact the marker if the Dead Space movie goes well, the film franchise is likely to follow the first game spawned two sequels and three spinoffs, as well as two animated films, Dead Space Downfall and Dead Space Aftermath. And that's another story. So, um, wow. Um, this is what I think about um, adapting Dead Space video game into a movie. They better not fuck it up. Which... The fan inside me is thinking they real fuck it up because Hollywood always sort of pseudo enhance the story and the plot to make it appeasable for the mainstream audience. You know what I'm saying? Um, they did the same thing. They thought they was doing a good job with the first Super Mario Brothers movie back in 92. You, they hired some fucking directors that had no clue about the fork, the folklore, the folklore, <laughs> the source material of Mario Brothers, and that turned out to be a clusterfuck. Um, Sonic was okay, it, you know, if you go in the future. Um, but there's been a numerous video game adaptations that absolutely suck, like Double Dragon. 
that I saw that shit. I was like, what the hell is this? Um, <laughs> Mortal Kombat, but like the newer films, yeah, they got a little bit better because I think the the game developer had a little bit of say so in that since the stick with the source material. The only thing this is going to work is I don't know about the main people, but like one of the main people that stuck around with the main person that created Dead Space is actually still there in the EA and he, and he can give his insights on how to uh, the people that made the remake of Dead Space because I believe those people was working with the main person that created it I think they still were EA and have them as what's the word I'm looking for? Um, advisors, <laughs> sort of associate producers of the project to make the source material stick to the movie adaptation. I think that's the only thing that's going to work. And the like the movie um studio the film studio needs to you know back off on the process of making that movie because i think a lot of times where you have an adaptation from a video game the studio gets involved and they want to spend some shit or make it woke and make you know make it 10 times as worse and that what makes the the process unbearable you know what i'm saying so Stick to the source material. Don't piss the fans off that grew up with the title. You know what I'm saying? So, there you have it. Just don't fuck it up. James Wan is an awesome choice. Um, he he did Saw, and then he, he, he did Aquaman or whatever. I, I, I like the first movie, Aquaman. That was awesome. He made me appreciate <laughs> what Aquaman excuse me, Aquaman can do, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's, that's, that's a good choice. Even John Carpenter's wouldn't been a good choice since his genre of horror is like cemented in history of the greatest horror man ever. <laughs> well, one of them really. Um, so it is what it is. Peace out. What's up everybody? How y'all doing? This is Friday. 421 my 420 was boring shit because i forgot to smoke my pre uh my pre-roll <laughs> i got from cali oh man but anyway uh wow um there was some big news yesterday and i did a video explaining well my thoughts on this big news that i heard yesterday but my dumb ass um Either my gain was too low and you couldn't hear me, or I was, well, basically I was on mute the whole time and I didn't check my levels. Don't you hate when that happens when you a creator of content? I swear. <laughs> so anyway, um, the Warner Brothers Discovery may have interest in WWE programming. I don't think this is. I don't think this is going to happen because that's an unfair advantage on AEW. AEW's on Warner Brothers Discovery. Um believe uh, dynamite is on tbs and rampage is on tnt um if this is true and if wwe is that damn fucking petty 
and moving away from NBC Universal, you know, uh, USA Network and uh, Fox. Once those um, uh, TV deals expire, that can be the end of AEW on that network because there's there's no room for two um, wrestling shows or excuse me wrestling companies. It, it, it's going to not balance each other out. You know, what I'm at least that's my opinion. I don't know, but um, here it is. An expert in the world of television rights has claimed that Warner Brothers Discovery, the home of AEW TV, may be interested in carrying WWE programming. Ever since AEW launched their Wednesday Night Dynamite TV show in October 2019, they have been on TNT and later TBS. The company that owns those channels is called Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, WBD for short, and since taking over, they have made a lot of changes, including budget cuts. As for WWE, we were recently acquired, excuse me, they were recently acquired by Endeavor, which is teaming up uh, WWE with UFC to become a entertainment powerhouse with a strong television uh, presence, streaming options, mass live, uh, excuse me, mass live gates, and of course, pay-per-view events as well. One of the big stories of WWE moving forward is where their main TV shows, Raw and SmackDown, will air. That's because the five-year billion-dollar deals for Raw on uh, USA Network, owned by Comcast, NBC Universal, and SmackDown on Fox are set to expire in October of next year. Um, negotiations for the new deals are set to begin soon if they haven't started already. In many cases, many TV renewals are announced about 18 months before the deal expires. So we are at that point now. James Andrew Miller is a veteran journalist that specializes in covering the media with major books within, um, excuse me, major books written about things like ESPN, CAA, Saturday Night Live, and he has upcoming book about HBO as well. Miller also was an executive VP of original programming for USA Network, which is where WWE Raw and NXT currently air. Miller appeared on the SI Media Podcast with Jimmy Trainer recently to talk about um, what he has heard about WWE's TV programming future. Miller attended WrestleMania, which led to um, talking about WBD having interest in, uh, in WWE. Now I say WBD again, that's Warner Brothers Discovery. And I quote... I wouldn't be surprised despite the fact that money is such an issue for them. I wouldn't be surprised if Warner uh, Brothers Discovery wouldn't be a slice of that WWE pie. <laughs> Doing voices. It doesn't have to be on Monday night. Monday night is a tough night. If you go through the calendar all year round, there are sports on Monday night. If you're on Warner Brothers Discovery, you could say, we're going to move it to a different night. We have Thursday night with the NBA, but we're going to figure out a different night for it. And all of a sudden, it becomes very attractive. End quote. <laughs> After Miller was told about 
Warner Brothers Discovery has multiple nights of AEW programming right now. Miller was adamant that Warner Brothers Discovery has been interested in WWE. And I quote, I know there is a... (laughs) Fuck. I know there are people at Warner Brothers who are interested in WWE. If they were to lose the NBA, they ain't gonna lose the NBA. Uh, Of course, a better deal is always open. <laughs> but if they was going to lose to uh, uh, the NBA, I would certainly imagine they would become pretty big advocate for buying something that would create quite an auction unless it's taken off. If either Fox or NBC comes in with a preemptive offer that WWE likes, they, Warner Brothers Discovery, won't even get a chance. So it's basically, okay, I don't want you to jump ship to Warner Brothers um um, Discovery, Fox or um, NBC will probably like here. Here's another billion dollars. I want you to stay here, you know. <laughs> Which I hope that's the case, but Rich, I get into it. This this whole situation after this article. Oh, hold on. Wow, the thought of Monday Night Raw being moved to a different night seems like a far-fetched idea. After 30 plus years, Miller addressed the possibility of WWE CEO Nick Khan entertaining the idea of moving Raw to another. Uh, excuse me, to a night other than Monday. And I quote again. I have not heard Nick advocate that. My point is, if a bar comes in and doesn't want Monday night, the Monday package is mobile. There is no reason why it has to be a mo- it has to be Monday night. End quote. Um, if WB Discovery has interested in. I think somebody didn't proofread. It says here, if WBD has interested in WWE, that should be rephrased that WBD had. I hate people that can't write. I'm sorry. If WBD is interested, not has, but is interested in WWE it would be <laughs> interesting to see how that could affect AEW shows that already air on WBD channels as well as possible addition of AEW collusion on Saturday nights this summer as always in a case like this consider it just a rumor just like the WWE sales recently there were a lot of rumors and some people didn't think Endeavor was going to acquire WWE. That's what happened. So, um, this is what I think. WWE got bought out by Endeavor. It's going to be some changes to match on the portfolio of what Endeavor is trying to do to balance both USC and WWE since they're going to be they, they're going to be together but separate. Alright? There's a lot of ways that you can put the programming on Endeavor spots. Or maybe WWE will stay on Peacock with the premium live events. And either Raw SmackDown can stay with Fox and, and USA Network as well as NXT. But really, I risk NXT will go back on the WWE Network on Peacock because it just fits 
you know, on that shit right there. But, um, or UFC got to, um, have some relationships with ESPN because CWB on ESPN too. You can manage both brands on the same platform. That's that's a little bit easier than you know uh, Raw or SmackDown on two different platforms. You know what I'm saying? Have Raw and SmackDown or NXT or ESPN, or just have both main roster shows on ESPN to have NXT on Peacock if they wanted to. Uh, only if. Um, they can keep NXT or they can still have that relationship with NBC to have something on Peacock or whatever but you know have or have NXT on Peacock I mean or goddamn, I'm confusing the fuck out of y'all <laughs> having NXT either on Peacock or ESPN like the rest of them alright have because UFC has a it's just like I said the UFC has a relationship with ESPN. Maybe they can move the WB programming on ESPN or whatever, or even on, I don't know. I was about to say on the UFC app, but that don't fit. <laughs> I don't know why I was about to say that because pro wrestling on the MMA app, what the hell is this? But, you know, it, it also makes sense. You can partition the content on the UFC app. You get, I think it's Fight, no, not Fight, I don't know. I don't watch uh, UFC that much on mobile devices though but you can partition the programming I mean they're going to rename the app anyway I mean you can, <laughs> you can yeah, they can share the wealth on that app and make it you know different to um, you know uh, cater to the new content coming aboard uh, of Endeavor but um, yeah yeah, I don't think it's the case because that would really hurt AEW. And I was happy that there's going to be another show of AEW on Saturdays because at least I'll be awake. <laughs> I mean, I always miss um, AEW. Um, what's, what's the show come on Fridays? I forgot that that fast. Um, damn. <sighs> Rampage. I always it, it comes on too late. I think it comes on at 10 o'clock and it's only for an hour. It's like you know, 10 to 11. I always miss that shit. I always miss um, SmackDown. You know what I'm saying? Because I I, I I train my mind. Like, I got things burning due to the Ross WWE. It's just Vince McMahon is back. You know what I'm saying? Because it is what it is. So, I don't think this that's going to really suck and really saturate the the market of pro wrestling on one network it's like it's going to be an overload if they do go on Warner Brothers Discovery I'm talking about WWE and then you have AEW <laughs> it's going to oversaturate everything it's, it, I think it's best if they can keep themselves separate you know so it won't be an unfair advantage because I'm thinking they're going to like split the um uh, uh, they go split, split the audience of both companies, AEW and WWE. You know, like they did with WCW and WWEF over there, or, or excuse me, FE. <laughs> but um, it is what it is. I don't know. Hey, what's our thing? This all fall along because that that this report that yeah, fuck it. This report is a little bit kind of jumbled. 
So I, I hope you have uh, no problems following along with me because I'm hungry. And <laughs> anyway, oh, peace out.